0: Hey, and welcome to the Meditations and Musings Podcast. I'm Elena Lipson. I'm a mama, I'm a wife, and I'm the founder of the Divine Self-Care Circle Membership and the Virtual Retreat Academy. I don't believe that you have to sacrifice your body, your health, or your family in order to create true abundance and prosperity. I believe in living based on the divine feminine metrics of success, and these include pleasure, play, ease, grace, and a slower pace. Each week, I'll bring you one to two new episodes. One of these will be a guided meditation that you don't have to do on the meditation pillow, and the other will be a conversation to help you access your inner wisdom, to ignite abundance, and inspire others to do the same. I invite you to join me on this journey back to the magic of a divinely aligned and well cared for you. And now, join me for today's episode. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Whether you're new here or it's a welcome back to the Divinely Aligned podcast, this is Elena Lipson, your coach, mentor, podcaster, dancer, speaker all the things. (laughs) So if you've been following along over the last several episodes, if you follow me online, if you are on my email list, in any one of those capacities, you have most likely heard that I've been making some massive changes in my business. And you haven't heard, I have decided that after six and a half years, to, that it is time to close my divine self-care circle, most recently called the Divinely Aligned Circle. And I explained all about why I did this in, a, in an email, in a previous podcast episode. So I'm not going to go into those details right now, but if you want to listen to it, you can go ahead and go back to, let's see, episode 268 called Why I Decided to Close My Self-Care Circle After Nearly Seven Years. You wanna hear about my process of making that decision over months? Um, You can go ahead and listen to that. (laughs) But today I wanna follow up with a couple of comments that I've been receiving. The most recent one was even this morning and it was all about um, how change and trusting change is really tough trusting your process is really hard. So I want to speak about that today because if you are human living on this planet, doing anything with anyone, anywhere, you are experiencing change on some level. Some of the change that we experience is created by us through decisions that we make. Some of the change is "Quote unquote, done to us, right? Maybe we we get fired from a job. Maybe we, um, our partner makes a decision that we don't agree with. Maybe our our children are going through something that we wouldn't have chosen, right? Those are all like the literal human observations about change. Sometimes it feels like it's happening to us. Sometimes it's feel like it feels like we are actually creating it, regardless of what your philosophical, you know." Ideology is about change or blame or taking responsibility. Those are all your personal preferences. And I'm not here to to change you. I'm not here to make you change your mind. I want to share with you my, you know, several decades worth of being a woman, a mother, a business owner multiple times over, being in the corporate world, um, being on a spiritual, energetic journey, having physical. Healing opportunities through my own uh, autoimmune challenges over the years. Um, having lost a lot of I say a lot because there, you know, it's getting it it can it's a lot (laughs) too many, lot too many loved ones lost too early in my life to imagine that life is you know never ending like a lot of teenagers and people in their 20s do. I had way too many losses too early on both in my lives and in the lives, in my life, and in the lives of dear close friends of mine that I was right there in that inner circle with. Um, unexpected deaths, violent deaths, deaths of illness. Um, and I, I, don't, I haven't, haven't really talked a lot about that on this podcast necessarily. I have shared it with my masterminds and my inner circle and my, master, my membership uh, program, because that's where sort of we get really deep and personal. Um, but here, I wanna just say that so that you know when I'm talking about death and change, it's not from some philosophical, I read it in a book or saw it in a movie perspective. I have been very close to the most you know, permanent change of all that we can experience um, through very long, arduous birth of my child, which was about 41 hours, um, which is as close to life and death as you can possibly get, right? If you've ever given birth in a traumatic way, which I did. Um, And all the lessons that come from that, right? So this is not about death. It's not technically about death, but I want to start this episode and I hope I have your attention now because this is going to apply to you in your life at any point, whether you are thinking about making a change and you're having a hard time trusting your process, whether you are thinking about um, a change that has happened to you and how to process it and how to wrap your mind and your body and your energy around what's happening, how to be honest with yourself and authentic with yourself, and also be very conscious of how you get to co-create your process as you go. So I want to start by reading um, a short paragraph from a book that I love called Awakening to the Spirit World. And I will put the link in the show notes by Sandra Ingerman and Hank Wesselman. I, this book is many years old, actually. I, I can't remember the first the first publishing, maybe I can just check real quick. I believe the first time it was published, oh my gosh, I can't, I can't even find it right now, um, was 2010. So this book is about 11 years old. Um, and Sandra Ingerman does a lot of teaching on um, Sounds True, I believe. She has a course on shamanic journeying. I'm not as familiar with Hank Wesselman, but this book itself has a treasure trove of ceremonies and rituals and how to reconnect with yourself, with nature. And they even have in the back of the book, if you get the actual book, there's a CD in the back of the book called Um, awakening to the spirit world, the same thing. And it has four different shamanic journeys that you can take. So I love this book. I took it out from the library several times until finally I'm like, I just need this book. (laughs) It's my book. Um, So I wanted to start with a part of the book that I think really speaks to what I want to speak with you about today and just riff on it a little bit afterwards. But I want you to just kind of bring to mind Something that you are either thinking of changing or something that is happening in your life right now, or maybe it's even happening in the life of, a, of someone you love, like your child or partner or a dear friend or parent, right? I've, uh, you know, as we move through life, we have things that happen to our generation before us and behind us, right? To our parents and to our children and to our friends. And there are sort of things that happen in life where sometimes it happens out of the blue, the phone rings and you get tragic news. That's happened to me several times. Um, Other times it is something that you see coming, something that is a diagnosis that then goes for a long time. I'm currently in a situation where I've had a very close circle, um, of women who have been diagnosed with breast cancer and have been going through this journey, talk about changing everything, right? Going from living in an organic, thoughtful, mindful, peaceful way with your body to then having to deal with chemicals and processes and surgeries, things that you never expected, right? So these are have dear friends who are going through this right now. And that is like the ultimate having to deal with change in your physical body, right? So Let's wrap it back around here. And this is in chapter 11. I want to read this to you. So just really take it in. And then I want to share some processes with you. And this is uh, from Sandra Ingerman. Death and in turn rebirth surround us all the time. According to Sandra Ingerman, when we change jobs, end a relationship, move into a new house, graduate from school, or launch into a new time of life, we are experiencing little deaths. It is through such deaths that change happens. It is through the death of the old that something new can be born. Death and change are not something to fear for they allow the birth of the new. By learning how to gracefully let go of the old and accept change, life can become the adventure it was intended to be. Death is an initiation in which we move from the known into the unknown and from separation to the possibility of oneness. All deaths require that we surrender to the gifts that life has brought us. Shamanism is a path filled with initiations, and it is through the process of initiation that shamans grow, allowing them to move into their visionary abilities and healing gifts. Initiations are ways for the powers of the universe to shape the ego of the shaman, thus creating a person who remembers the power of the universe and the truth of who he or she truly is. There are always new doorways to open when we enter into a new spiritual path, and typically there are things we need to leave behind as we cross over the thresholds. Shamanic initiations often occur without our having to ask for them. The spirits will create new life experiences to help you move into a new level of awareness. You could also ask a helping spirit to provide you with an initiation through a journey. Okay, there's obviously a lot more, but I'm not going to go into those details right now. Um, Again, that's from this Awakening to the Spirit World by Sandra Ingram and Hank Wesselman. So a couple of things that I want to point out to you and have some uh, journal prompts for you as a takeaway to really get yourself into this process of less resisting, okay? And resistance is very normal, It happens when good things happen, it happens when bad things happen and everything in between. Resistance is just our human natural capacity to not want to lose what we have in order to have what we want or think we want or didn't want, we're resisting the change. And in resisting that change, whether it's a perceived positive change or perceived negative change, we are creating tension in our bodies and when you create tension in your body, that change can be experienced as much more difficult than it actually has to be. Now, please understand me. I'm not saying that change is easy and you should just snap your fingers and go. Not at all. In fact, change creates the most stress in our bodies, whether it's divorce or job change or death of a loved one or birth of a loved one or um. Literally any change in your life has the potential to create stress in your body, your mind, your energy. So why why do we do this? It's natural, right? It's very, very natural. Everyone has very different ways that they approach risk and change and evolution. Some people, like you know people in your life, and you might be one of these people who have had the same hairstyle, for 30 years, wears the same or in the same color palette of nail polishes for 30 years. (laughs) I have loved ones in my life that I can count on them. I know exactly like what their style is. And that's amazing. And then you have other people like me who I need to change things all the time. I need to change like accessories in my home. I need to change the purse I'm wearing after a while. I need to change my nail color, my hairstyle, my makeup, like Yes, I have foundational things that define my style, but within that realm, I love to change it up pretty often. When I get stuck in fear is when I realize that I've been like sitting on something for too long and I've made it mean something. I tell a story about it, right? So, just as I mentioned, and I explain in depth the reasoning of why I closed the circle after six and a half years, that was a huge change for me. And that change created a lot of stress in my body. <laughs> But that stress in your body and that your physical experience of an emotional experience of potential change, even if you're just considering it in your mind, doesn't mean that it's wrong. So let me say that again. Just because a change induces stress in your body or attention or resistance doesn't mean that it's wrong. This is why it is so, so, so important to have an inner reflection process something like my magic morning habit that I've been teaching for over a decade. I've practiced it in many forms. You can still find it for free in the show notes. You can find an updated version of it in my Instagram bio that comes with a workbook and a music playlist for just $22. And anyway, you can find it all over the place, wherever you follow me. And that's why it's so important. I teach it with such passion because my morning practice gives me this daily point of check-in with my body, with my spirit, with my mind, with my environment. And it changes all the time. Like my, my morning habit is not the same over time. It changes all the time. In fact, this last week I've been sleeping in, which is really not something that I would normally do, but I've let myself do it because it's been very... Um, my body's been needing more sleep. And so I'm going with it, especially since I'm going through a lot of changes in my business right now. And I'm learning a lot, which I'll be sharing very soon what what exactly it is that I'm working on or working towards in my business. I don't have exactly full clarity about how it's going to look specifically, but I have a direction and it means I'm learning something really new for myself. So I have a lot of like physical or not physical, but like mind work that's happening. So I've been really tired, not tired as in like I have to sleep all the time, but it's just requiring more more sleep and more relaxing and more, actually more exercise in some ways too, but more sleeping in, in the morning. And so my, my morning practice has been different. So before I get up too, too far of a tangent, it's just to say, it's very important to have an inner reflection process so that as change happens to you, for you, around you, to people around you, you have a process to sit down with it and be with it and say, like, what Am I needing to learn here? What is? How is this working for me? What am I resisting? How can I ask for help, right? And I'm gonna give you some journal prompts at the end. So make sure you grab a pen and paper. I'm gonna ask you some specific questions that will help you process any change that you might be going through in your life right now. So once you have an inner reflection process and this change is happening, you have an opportunity. A window opens, a portal opens. And you are now in a place in your life where you can consciously, intentionally move into a place of awareness. Number one, first and foremost, awareness plus trust plus faith. And those are a little different, right? Awareness, meaning that you have this full circle picture of what's happening and how you're reacting to it. Yes, this is happening. I am changing. I am releasing this, or I am moving into this, or this happened in in someone's life, or this happened in my life, right? Um, And this is how I feel about it. You could really check in with yourself. And that trust piece is having a general trust that you are able to handle anything that comes, a general and overarching trust that things in your life are happening for you, even the things that don't look like they're happening for you in the moment, but they are in fact leading you or redirecting you into something new, something different, something better or something just that is not right for you is being released, right? I always say that, like, when all of a sudden, like, someone that I know in my life starts falling away, even though I had intention to spend time with them, or um, an opportunity seems to just fizzle out, or it didn't happen, or you applied for the dream job, you thought it was going great, and it didn't happen, or you were, you know, really passionate about someone, you started dating, and you're like, oh, my gosh, this is the one, I feel so amazing, and then all of a sudden, it just fizzles out, Right? Many, many ways you can look at this. Um, A lot of us have been dealing with this as parents, you know, with our child's school over the last year and a half or so with the whole COVID situation and going homeschooling and not homeschooling and like starting high school and not starting high school. It's been a mess, right? So much change to deal with in our families that it was a huge opportunity to model for our children how to deal with this level of stress, how to deal with this level of change. And this is you know, a great example of a change that we've all been going through, <laughs> like external, but affects our internal lives quite a bit. And then of course, faith. And faith is this like belief that you are actually being guided by something bigger than yourself. And that with listening, with stillness, with nature, with all the things I talk about all the time, that you know how to, you know, how to connect to, that spiritual side that there is a larger hand at play here and without the, the awareness trust and faith change can be like going through the fires of hell right <laughs> it can be terrible because you're you're just t- constantly in this storytelling mode of what's happening constantly interpreting 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 instead of pausing and actually consciously intentionally building your awareness of what is happening with honest authentic, like this is what's happening. I see it and I accept it. This is how I'm feeling about it. This is how I choose to feel about it. This is how I want to feel about it. These are the things I'm gonna do to take care of myself and my spirit and my body and my emotions so that I can be the person that I choose to be now, right? Because everything in your life right now is a result of how you reacted to things in the past. And so now you get to choose how you react to things in the future. And that's not saying that you can control the things that happen in the future. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is you start to build a layer of integrity and intentionality about everything that happens, which includes messing up. <laughs> like, I've messed up. I've hurt people's feelings. I've done things that I've regretted. Of course I have. I've put my foot in my mouth in conversations. I have you know, forgotten things, forgotten birthdays. I've, I've done things that take me out of my intended integrity of how I choose to be in this life. But I come back and I make peace and I take ownership and I apologize and I say what I choose to do in the future to make it better. And some things I still have to learn to deal with. (laughs) Like, I'm, you know, again, there's definitely relationships that I've sort of let slide away out of the picture because of being either busy or sort of forgetting or because it's difficult, whatever. Right. And I choose to like, okay, I really, really, really want to connect with this person. I have to make time to do that. So, again, there's a lot of different ways that you can build in awareness, trust, and faith. And it's one of the most powerful ways to deal with change and transitions in your life, right? And just trust. Like, I trust so deeply because I have so much proof in my life. I have so much proof in my life that things are working out for me, right? When you look back, they say hindsight is twenty twenty, and that couldn't be more true. When you look back and you can see the way that life has redirected you, the way life you know, close one door, but open a new one. That is all really, really true, (laughs) even though it might not feel like it in the moment. So as you're thinking about this change, I wanna leave you with a few prompts that you can really dig into in your journal, right? The first thing, the first question or journal prompt is, what do I need to, what is it that I need to leave behind in order to move into this next phase of my life. And when I say, what do I need to leave behind? It doesn't necessarily have to be a physical object, right? It could be a way of seeing the world. It could be a mentality, like a lack mentality. It could be some clutter in your closet that you've been meaning to clear out. It could actually be physical things. It could be a belief about yourself that you are disorganized or incapable or incapable of doing what you want to do or that you're not smart enough or that you're not good enough with money, right? What do I need to leave behind? Spend some time with this one. Seriously, like pour some tea, pour a glass of champagne, whatever you need and just stay with it. Don't distract yourself out of it. And I would say, if you're going to journal, leave your phone in the other room (laughs) because I know for me, whenever I hit a resistance pocket, I just want to like pick up the phone and scroll Instagram, right? So just leave the phone in the other room. Number two is, who do I need to ask for help and support? And the reason I ask this question is because so many of us, including me, feel like we have to do it all ourselves, figure it out ourselves. I have to figure it out, right? But who do I need to ask for help? Just like in that reading I did, in that last part, Ask your guides, ask the universe, ask God, ask your angels, ask the sun, (laughs) like ask a dear friend, ask a friend who you haven't spoken with in a while for witness and support or just to process something. Like I've spoken about this before. One of the, one of the best things that one of my friends taught me nearby, um, she's actually a neighbor, but became a dear friend is she would call me and say, do you have time to go for a walk? I just want to process something out loud. And I remember the first time she asked me this, I was like, I literally had like a mind volcano. I'm like, oh my gosh, that is so brilliant. Like it was so worded in a way that gave me permission. <clears throat> it gave me permission to not feel like I had to solve it for her, give her advice, give her my top three book recommendations. Are you feeling it here? Like, do you do this to your friends too? <laughs> Like you have to have those relationships and, or build them or cultivate them or, or, with the people in your life right now, where you can say, I just need to process this out loud. Do you have a few minutes? I just need a sounding board. And you be very, very clear. I don't need feedback or advice. I just need to process this out loud because if you're like me, which a lot of you are, I know, cause you tell me in the comments and my, in little notes is that you You need to process by writing or speaking it out loud or taking a walk. So there's like movement happening. That's how we all are. Okay, so who do I need to ask for help? And the third prompt is, what am I resisting? (laughs) What am I resisting? And this could be a new opportunity. This could be more, more responsibility. This could be the change itself. Just let yourself sort of go with this one. And give yourself enough time to really answer these. Don't just go with the first thought, like really go a few, at least three layers deeper. Like, what am I resisting? Okay, I'm resisting um, taking on more responsibility in my business. Why am I doing that? Ask why, why am I? Well, I'm resisting taking on more responsibility because I feel like I'll have less time for my family. Okay, is that true? Why is that true? Like, keep asking yourself deeper questions. This is why having a good mentor can be so, so powerful because one good question is worth six months of trying to figure it out yourself. And that's 100% true. And then finally, those three questions choose the one or do all of them, whatever you want, is look for proof. Look for proof. Of awareness, trust, and faith working for you in your life. So look back on your life and look for at least one or two situations in your life where change either happened to you, perception wise, or you initiated a change that felt really hard and imperfect in the moment, but led you to something quite amazing, whether it was a new relationship or a new opportunity for yourself or you've found a new hobby that you love, or you found a new way of being in life that you love, whatever, whatever it is. So look for proof and then write about it. And you can start by saying like, I remember when, and then just start to think about times it'll come up. It could be like way back when you were younger and your family decided to move you to a new place and a new school and you hated it. And all of a sudden you're like, oh, but then you made an amazing friend (laughs) or you had a whole new opportunity, or maybe it was miserable and you learned that you were more resilient than you thought. And you decided to start writing and you became a songwriter. I don't know, right? There's so many things that can happen. So those are your takeaways. Again, what do I need to leave behind? Who do I need to ask for help? What am I resisting? And then look for proof of times that you actually can now look back and see that you had awareness, trust, and faith, right? And now you can use that example and plant the seeds moving forward. So why did I choose this episode topic today? <laughs> One is, like I said, I this is my final month for my circle. We're actually wrapping in a few days. Like we had our final call and everything. And also I'm taking a pause on this podcast for the summer, and I've never done this before. In the four years I've been recording this podcast, I have never, ever, ever taken a break. So because I'm in this new period of transition, I wanna give myself some space to process and to really go full into enjoying the summer with my son, um, leaning into this new direction that I'll be sharing when I come back for my podcast. I'm not going to share it right now because it's just a little tiny baby seed and I'm not ready to share it with the world yet. Um, but I will be sharing it when I come back in September. And I am going to just take a break and see what happens. I'm a little, I'm a little like, oh, but I'm going to miss doing the podcast. Yeah, I am, which is good. It's a good thing. But I'm going to come back in the fall with most likely, um, New branding and possibly a new name. I'm not 100% sure yet, and new pictures and the whole thing, but I'm not fully ready to jump into that yet. And so, yeah, I'll share it with you when it comes. In the meantime, you can still find me on Instagram at Elena underscore Lipson. You can find me on Facebook. You can message me. And I've got 270 something podcast episodes that you can listen to that you maybe haven't listened to in the past. So over the summer, I will be sending a few emails like, Hey, check out these, my favorite episodes or things like that, just to remind you, but you can definitely scroll up and just listen. And you can always feel free to connect with me. Please send me a DM and Instagram. Let me know how you're doing. And I wish you an amazing, epic, magical, peaceful, beautiful, healthy, wealthy, beautiful summer. Uh, or winter if you're on the other side of the world. (laughs) But please feel free to connect with me. And thank you so much for being here with me. And again, there's that link to the Awakening to the Spirit World book if you should want to explore it. It is one of those books that is, it's like ear dog marked everywhere and I keep turning back to it and it's quite amazing. All right, my friends, thank you so much for being here today. This is Elena Lipson and have an amazing couple months and I will see you again on the other side of the break blessings to you and so much so much love and magic your way take care thank you so much for listening and learning about the new divine self-care way of being in your life business and the bedroom based on the divine feminine metrics of success pleasure play ease grace and a slower pace If you're ready to bust the myth of overwhelm and tap into an inspired start to each day, I've put together a free video series for you to help you start each day with energy, inspiration, and ignite that inner pilot light which attracts joy, magic, and synchronicity. You can access my three-step magic morning practice to help you ignite your inner light and attract the abundance that you're craving. Head on over to elanalipson.com forward slash gift. And if you enjoyed this episode, I would so love if you share it with a friend, a sister, a mother, a daughter, and please leave a review. That is how the magic starts to ripple out. Here's wishing you a day full of beauty, magic, and divine self-care. I'll see you next time at the Meditations and Musings podcast.